This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Wayne Mabry, a.k.a. The Violator, and you're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast Show. Get your ears on and get some of this. Yeah! What is up, Raider Nation? Welcome to episode 33. This episode's going to be formatted a little bit different than what you're used to. It's going to be kind of a a one-trick pony. Instead of having all of our different segments, I'm going to come in here, I'm going to hit you with a few random announcements because really there's not a whole lot of Raiders news going on. So I'm going to kind of let you know what's going on around, I guess, the social media sports world. See what's going on here. And we got a guest that was actually my very first guest that I've ever had on the podcast originally. Uh, He's going to come in and we're just going to kind of spotlight him. As the man of the show, he's he's been uh, the number one supporter, I believe, behind the scenes, not directly involved with the podcast. So we're going to bring him on, we're going to talk some football, we're going to make it just a little bit about him, but first, like I said, let's hit some of these uh, <laughs> random weekly announcements. Obviously, since football is slow, the world's focused on other sports right now, and the main one, in the U.S. actually, is the U.S. Women's National Team, and they've been completely dominant. If you're an American here. Be proud, man. Go watch the women play some soccer. They've been playing really good. And another sport everyone has their eye on this week, it's kind of been taking over everyone's brain, has been the NBA free agency period. It's kind of crazy, man, that basketball is actually more exciting during the free agency period than they are during the actual season. But hey, soak it up. And as a Laker fan here, uh, I'm loving a lot of the news. There's a lot of action going around. Brooklyn Nets making some moves. The Warriors kind of seem to lose some pieces, but they got D'Angelo Russell coming in. A lot of moves going on. It's actually kind of been a, a free agency frenzy going on. The NBA has been very entertaining this week, to say the least. And the Raiders have released a special logo for this upcoming season, representing the 60th season in the NFL. Kind of a cool logo designed, featuring the number 60 on it, of course, being 60 years, and just so happens to, you know, whenever the franchise was birthed in 1960, kind of a big number for us. And then on that, there's it's kind of a crest. It says American Football League, and features at the top the Al Davis torch with the eternal flame in it. Pretty cool, uh, you know, for a franchise that doesn't usually go out of its way to change a whole lot. It's kind of cool to see something different being implemented onto the uniforms and into the whole entire theme of this coming season. But like I said, this is literally the slowest part of the season. There's no breaking news. There's nothing crazy to talk about that happened this week. Um, Of course, you still got, I'd say, the only 
exciting news is Amari Cooper still running his mouth about the Raiders for whatever reason. He loves it so much in Dallas, I think he should just uh, stick to his guns over there. So I'm not even going to give him the time of day on this podcast. But I'll tell you what, like I said, the format of this show is going to be a little bit different this week. So as usual, I'm not going to waste any time. We're going to go ahead and bring in our special guest. And I think he's itching to get in here because he has a little bit of redemption on his older brother from a couple weeks ago in the 20 questions category. Kind of a first time thing that we're going to do. But of course, we're still going to talk our Raiders football. And I think we have an untold story for you guys as well to go along with this. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to have ourselves a nice long conversation with the Bakersfield Christian High School head coach, Darren Carr. Joining me now is Bakersfield Christian head coach and Twitter's favorite car brother, Darren Carr. What's up, man? Hey, Cody. What's going on, man? Favorite, though? Am I, am I, yeah. Uh, according to Twitter, I would say so. I mean, maybe not the most popular, but you're definitely the favorite. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm the car family burner account, maybe. Yeah, that's what they, they <laughs> <see me> as. <laughs> like you just combined uh, David and Derek and just threw a name in there as the burner yeah, car? Yeah, I just, I just take them and just hear what they talk about and add my own two cents, and that's what you get. <laughs> No, there we go. All tweets are mine. All tweets are mine. There we go. Darren, man, uh, speaking of which, I mean, you're, you're kind of the most qualified brother here, right? You're the, you're the head coach, man. How's the how's the Bakersfield Christian Eagles doing? How are they looking this year? Uh, we're looking good, man. We, uh, we're, we're, our, our motto this year is uh, together, man. This, uh, this group of kids, man, is uh, they love each other. They love being around each other. They love playing football. They love arguing. They love hugging. They love, you know. All that stuff that involves family, man. So yeah. um, they're doing a great job. They work their tails off, man. I'm so proud of this group, man. Like, I'm sure every coach says it, man, but these guys really do just love coming to work, you know. It's just fun watching them play. Good stuff. And uh, looking at some of your graduates, uh, any college scholarships this year? Yeah, we actually got a couple guys with some offers, man. Uh, I think last time we spoke, we had a guy with an offer, and uh, he mm-hmm. actually went up to uh, – actually, a couple guys, man. Keontae Glinton is at Wyoming playing yeah, corner yeah. up there. Uh Let's see, Jake Moran is at uh, Cal Lutheran. Uh, he played quarterback for us, was MVP of our league. Uh, great kid. A couple guys went to a JC route, but uh, this year, man, we got a we got a kid that just committed to Stanford uh, on a full ride scholarship Ooh. to play football, play tight end for him. So, yeah, Ben Urosic, man, you're going to hear about that kid for sure. That's some good stuff, man. You got yourself a pretty good program going on down there. I'm pretty impressed. Very, very blessed, man. Very blessed to get these kids in the door and just love them up and teach them about the Lord, teach them how to be real men and, you know, work hard and, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's fun. It's a blast. There we go, man. Bigger than football. I love it. Absolutely. But but speaking of this 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 team that we're uh, crazy diehard fans for, the <laughs> Oakland Raiders. Yeah. A, yeah. a lot has changed, man, since the last time we talked. Sure has. Yeah, it does. It's uh got the draft going through. The free agency was kind of wild too, huh? A little bit. <laughs> it was wild even even uh, before all this, man. Uh, first right. and foremost, how uh, yeah. how excited are you to have Antonio Brown? Oh my gosh, man! I'm not even playing with him. You know what I mean? But <laughs> you just you see on Sundays, man. You're just like, man, one day, one day, let's just get one of these guys. You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a game changer, a Hall of Fame type player, man. That just work ethic and all that stuff, man. And 
it's everything Derek's been asking for, man, since he's since he's gotten the league, dude. You know, but it's just fun to watch, man. It's just, it's just uh, watch the blessings fall down and uh, just kind of take advantage of it, man. But him and you know Terrell Williams and such a big target, man. Even the big right tackle, man, uh, Trent Brown, dude, like these guys. Yeah. They're just putting the line together with Richie and those guys, man. And it's just going to be fun, dude. It really is. Yeah, dude. Improved all over the place. Uh, Hunter Renfro has kind of been my my low-key favorite kind of coming into this. He's going to. He's going to be having to eat up every opportunity he's given. Oh, yeah. You know, Jared Cook might be gone, but I'm looking at our tight ends. I don't know how you feel, but I felt like every time another name was called out of the tight end room last year, they stepped up and they made a big yeah. play. So hopefully they do the same this year for us. Oh, they do, man. And just uh, just hearing my brother talk and David and Derek and talk about we were, we were together this weekend. We were just talking some football and we we're just talking about, hey, you know, what's what's going on in, in camp? And, you know, the last time you guys met, what's who's popping out? He says this kid from uh, – LSU man, tight end is it Monroe? Is that his name? Uh, Morrow, I think. Uh, yeah, that that kid right yep, there, man. He, yep. goes, he goes, he is a big body man. Like he looks like he looks like Gronkowski. You know what I mean? Like for whatever yeah. reason, the guy drops to whatever he was, fifth round or whatever. And mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but that stuff doesn't matter, dude. But he he's like he goes, this guy's just a big body, walls guys off, has good, you know, balance out of his breaks. You know, he gets he gets open, gets separation, and he's just a big guy to throw to, man. So yeah, tight end wise, man, it's. What sucked was to kind of see Lee Smith go, man. That guy, yeah. we're talking about a great teammate, dude. You know, just hearing stories. And I met him for the first time maybe last year, two years back. And just every time we met, man, it was like, it almost like you just kind of meet a guy, you just, you know, you kind of just hit it off with. And, mm-hmm. you know, just like another brother, you know, that's what it felt like, you know. Um, yep. But to see those guys go, to go through the stuff they had to go through, just to not be able to be with the team, you know, when they're what, what they're about to do. Um, just gonna hurt your heart, man. But you know, it's the NFL. Yeah, but, I feel you, man. Yeah, tight end group's really solid. I feel you. You guys, uh, you and Lee probably had that that beard connection. That's a that's a strong connection. Oh right there. yeah, that was <laughs> the first thing we talked about, man. <laughs> yeah, it, absolutely. dude. And Foster Morrow, I'm glad you brought him up because actually, I kind of I featured him sort of almost like right after the draft. I, I kind of. Uh, I kind of dubbed him a like a like our 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 secondhand uh, Dave Casper man. He's like a he's like a, yeah. a a remake of the Ghost. I'm I'm interested to see what he, he for brings sure. for us in a year or so, man. Let him, let this kid develop. He came out of LSU and it was a oh man, it was it was it was a rough uh, offense over there. They could not move the ball whatsoever. Yeah. So man, get him in here with a exactly. offense firing on, on all cylinders. Yeah, I'm excited, but. Uh, one last thing about the roster and our acquisitions. Yep. Um, we had a ton of holes coming into the season, of course, but my main concern was in the trenches. Yeah. We had the offensive line that allowed 52 sacks and the defensive line that only gave us 13 in return. Yep. You already kind of said you liked how the offensive line buttoned up. Yeah. How do you feel about the defensive line? How do you think we took care of that going into this season? Well, I think they're young, man. You know, it's it's obviously you look out there and it's a young bunch of guys, you know, first year, second year, third year type guys. I mean, third year guys are still young dudes, you know. Uh, you got Eddie Vanderdose. Uh, it's his second, third year, I believe. Uh, yeah. But he jumped off the practice field. You go out there and watch him, you know. that The whole line, like defensive line-wise, because I, I can't put myself in their shoes, but I did play in college with them, playing defensive line. Man, it's, it's a, it really is a unit, you know. You, you really got to you gotta count on your other guy, you know, especially the kind of the schemes and the stuff they do up front with their twists and, you know, doing certain stunts and everything, man. You, I mean, you got to be in the right spot at the right time yeah. to make – make things happen you know so as his front end working together back in doing their job you know um it's obviously talented you know you go out there and you watch practice you know um you see these guys they've drafted uh speaking of you know cleveland farrell uh i'm sure if mike mayock was uh, on nfl network pumping his pumping that guy's gas for mm-hmm. two months you just see him in the top top two you know exactly ends and 
you know, uh, there wouldn't be uh, even a batted eye about it. But yeah, you know, him and uh, Derek, Derek raves about Max, man. This guy, Mad Max, dude, he is uh, my guy. Derek's like, there's just something about him, man. He just has this quick twitch. He never stops, like, ever. And that's stuff you don't see out of, like, rookies. You know, it's very rare. Um, not to say other guys don't do it, you know, but he just, he just said he's so quick off the ball and really good football player, man, that they got. You know, he said it was basically a steal, man. So good stuff, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm love. I mean, there's not really, besides, I mean, some question marks, I don't really see any holes in this roster. So there's not really a whole lot. I mean, it's just time for this product to go out there and win some football games, man. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too. And I asked Derek every once in a while because I, you know, I'm intrigued, too, man. I'm, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, what's up with Montez, man? How's Montez Burford doing? He goes, he's doing great. Phenomenal. Awesome. I was like, yeah, he's in shape and everything. He goes, yeah, he looks phenomenal. And yeah. Derek doesn't, Derek doesn't bull stuff me, man. Like we, he, he'll tell me, you know, this guy needs to kind of do this or this guy is good. And, but he's just like, he's, he's raving about these guys, man. They're excited, dude. The same kind of feeling when they had going into their 2015 season, you know, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that kind of, kind of little, little, you know, we're there, you know, we got the guys yeah. type thing. Um, just kind of putting it together now. You know, you got Jonathan Abram back there. You got Joyner back there. Yeah. Guys you forget about really that are going to be impact players um, that are going to make your team better. So it's going to be fun. Yes, sir. Now speaking, uh, speaking about your goofy little brother here. Yeah. Talking about, uh, I want to hit on again. I mean, we talked to Dave a couple weeks ago. We talked about Derek's work ethic. Yeah. And I don't really have, I mean, there's not a whole lot I want to know about Derek besides that, man. Yeah. Do you have any, man, it, it's hard to say. He gave me some good tips yeah. as to what he was, you know, he's been doing since a young age, kind of where that came from. Right. But I want to give you a chance yourself now to vouch for your brother again. Sure. What's it like? I, I guess I'll ask you in this way. What's it like walking a day in his shoes, man? What does he do? Yeah, and I, I've asked him that. Maybe it was a couple of years back because I'm intrigued, man. Like, yeah, yeah. If you got professional football players that play for so long and they're obviously doing something right, you know, and I'm always picking his brain that, you know, certain ways I can help my kids, you know. Maybe it's mm-hmm. not to that extreme, my football players, you know. Um, even as a coach, what should I do in the mornings type thing? But a, a day for him, man, is you no know, during the season. He off season. Let's just take camp for for example, man. He's up in the morning. I don't know when John gets there, but he's right there with him. Let's just say five a.m. Whatever it is, man. There he gets his food. He gets his shake. He gets in the car. He takes off, man. He meets up. They go through what they're going to do for the day, you know, meetings type things, and what they're going to do on the practice field, and go from there either to work out or to the practice field automatically. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, the guy's putting in a pretty pretty good pretty good time of the day man like yeah yeah it's it's over double digits hours you know it's not a it's not i want to show up an hour before practice hang out chill practice over and i'm gone you know it's yeah and this thing it's a it's a constant thing you know it's it's how he eats he's got goals he's got you know he'll he'll text us or he'll facetime us we're trying to get on a PUBG game or something he's like i'm almost done working out (laughs) he's working out while he's talking to us man you know it's he's just that guy you know he doesn't like to waste time man you know he knows if yeah. uh dad my our dad always told us man he goes hey there's a million kids out there with all the same opportunity if you're whether you're going to get up and work or not you know it's kind of up to you but that kid's going to be working you know it's your job to kind of outwork that kid you know just nameless kid you know just motivate yeah, yeah. us to get up and go so uh but yeah it's uh it's a pretty crazy thing for him man you know especially when you're you're starting quarterback of an NFL franchise, man. It's all eyes are on you, man. You better make sure you're doing your job. Exactly. There was a thing that yeah. he said that kind of stuck with me, or actually it was, I think whoever runs the Valley Children's here in Fresno, whenever I went to the inside the huddle, Yeah. Uh, he kind of mentioned, just so you guys know, so you, you know the kind of privilege that you're getting of getting this kind of experience with Derek, that everything that he does every day, yeah. everything that he does is scheduled. It's planned. Yeah. Everyone he talks to, everything he eats, everywhere he's at, yep. it's planned. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, he doesn't have 
any free time in his schedule and, and I guarantee you any free time he has it's uh to put in work and and perfect the craft that he is that he's doing on the football field oh for sure man and and he's uh you know not to say that he's not human man like we're all human dude so we set a time set aside time for free you know free time and uh hanging out with the kids and doing those things but even when we get on because playing playing video games is some kind of way that we kind of connect and kind of stay in touch you know it's because it's tough He's still just three hours down the road, but still, you don't see him too much. So yeah. that's when we cut one way, me and Dave and Derek and our kids now, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm 40 years old, still playing video games. But <laughs> it's a way for our nephews and them to kind of get on the on the speakers and, you know, just have a good time. And But even before that, man, he'll be like, hey, man, I got 30 more minutes to play with my kids. I'll be on in like 830. You know, so he's yeah. he's very meticulous about his time for sure. That's good stuff, man. Um, yeah. And hearing, you know, I mean, you see it. You're on, you're on Twitter with me. Sure. Uh, you see all the heat that he's taken, and sure. of course, we have we have a little list of high profile analysts <laughs> that are kind of doubting this entire squad, right? Yeah, we're not gonna right, we're not gonna talk too much about that list, but uh, um, what I want to do, I want to dive into the lower ranks a little bit. Yeah. I want to look at our fan base. Sure. And as we're gearing up for this season, I'd like to have a little Raiders Twitter code of conduct policy lesson. Is that cool? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) So I want to know, I'm just going to ask you some questions. I want to know. Sure. Tell me if this is acceptable. If I got on Twitter, I tagged Derek and I said, Hey, you idiot. Why didn't you throw it to that guy wide open on the other side of the field? Is that okay? That's not. It's not okay. Unacceptable. Um, But if you tag yourself doing it exactly how it should be done, so we can all enjoy you doing it. (laughs) Maybe we could, you know, get a laugh and maybe, you know, grade, grade it from there. But yeah, if you're not going to post a video of you doing it okay. in your throwing motion, then you probably don't want to hear it. Got it. Okay. So I won't, I'll delete that draft out of my phone. I won't, I won't post that. <laughs> oh, we have to see that. Man. How about, how about if I got on Twitter, this is the better way. If I don't post a yeah. video of myself doing it, how about if I just got on Twitter and I don't tag them yeah. and I just say something like, shoot, wish we were a little bit more aggressive on that play. <laughs> is that, is that okay? Is that acceptable? You can, you can have an opinion. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. You're not calling yeah. a guy out. You're just like, Hey, I wish yeah. we would have thrown the ball right there. What are we doing? Hey, that stuff yeah. happens in our house too. So that's, that's acceptable. We're fine with that. I got you. I got you, man. <laughs> now see, now, that was, I, I would think that this would be a very extensive uh, lesson, Yeah. but it is that simple, right? I mean, it's it, that simple. Yeah. I mean, it really is. You just can't, uh, you don't want to. Never mind. I'm not gonna say it. it's Raider Nation. I'm not gonna say don't take it too personal. It's Raider Nation, man. Yeah. They have to take it personal. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. But now being heavily yeah. invested, you know, of course, in the football in your family. Yeah. What is something from a player's perspective? Uh, you know, what would they want us to change or do differently as fans? Uh, maybe just understand, man. Like the casual fan. Like I'm gonna take my kid to the game. We're gonna cheer mm-hmm. and we're gonna get passionate about it. And you can have your say, man. I think it's just uh. I think just when it gets personal, yeah. you know, that's just not, that's just, that's just drawing the line, man. I mean, it really is. Mm-hmm. No one comes to your job and just embarrasses you in front of your coworkers and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes fun of your kids while we're there. And you should spend more time at the table than hanging out with you. You know, just, just stuff like that, man. Whenever it gets personal, we're all human, man. We are, yeah. we're all human. But when you, when you, when you go towards, when you, when you try and attack a guy's character, that is a hundred percent all day, every day. That's what he strives to leave a good name to his kids. Yeah. You know, you, you say things like he doesn't care. Like I've, it, it, it fires me up now and I'm kind of the, the on edge brother. I heard. So I got to kind of watch <laughs> it too. 
Um, but when you say that like, a guy doesn't care, like you, yeah. you've never met the guy, you're never around him. You, you don't wake up with him and go work out. You don't eat what he eats. You have a donut and sugar coffee and he's over here yeah. pounding a protein shake that you would never touch. Yeah. You know, it, it, just, just to go out there and make sure his body's in the perfect form. That way he can go out there and, 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 and work, work hard for his teammates. And trust me, man, he's trying to win every game possible. If you know this cat, he's not trying to lose a single game, man, ever, ever, ever. Like, we, what, what happened, man? We were doing something so stupid, man. I think we were just shooting free throws or just shots in the, in the pool basketball, and he kept missing and missing and missing. Like, he's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to stay here until I make this shot. <sighs> it's a pretty impossible shot. He was, he was out of the pool. You know, it's, it's a pretty long shot, and we couldn't mm-hmm. continue the game until he made the shot. Oh so, I mean, just that right there. And it's not showing off. There's no cameras there. We know the guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But just respect the man. Don't say he doesn't care about something, man, because – that's just, you know, and going personal with it. I think that's when guys just kind of, you know, all right, let's draw the line. And that's when you kind of get guys coming out of character a little bit, you know? Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. You see some of his um, characteristics and some of the, you know, whenever a bad play happens, someone runs the wrong route, there's a miscommunication. You see the way he reacts. Oh, yeah. You can't tell me that he doesn't care because yeah. you never see him react like that off the field no, or outside no. of the game. No. He's and- the most... Uh, cool easy going right. then you get on the field you can tell when something's really making him mad when he really cares that he wished something went better for sure that's respect man i respect that yeah and especially when and, and just little things man going throughout the years man like when he's and he's not perfect like he'll mess up and he'll tell you the, he'll be the first guy that tells you i screwed that up you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but when he get when he gets hit his frustration kind of comes from if you just imagine if you working your tail off so hard mm-hmm. you're working and this guy just runs a, a shorter route or doesn't break it off at the right point mm-hmm. and just little things you're down by 10 or 13 and you need this play mm-hmm. that's when you know that's a competitor man and the receiver doesn't probably mean to do it like you know i don't know how much he studied or maybe it was just one of those deals but that's where the frustration comes from you know what i mean yeah, yeah. um but he but he's he, he's battling through stuff you know what i mean they, they've had i think what was it one winning year in, in five years or two um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So th- those things are just kind of, they keep motivating him. They keep pushing him types of things. You know what I mean? Gotcha, man. Yeah. Um, speaking of fans and for all you listeners, hopefully you guys understand our little uh, code of conduct policy. Now that we just uh, displayed for you guys. Um, are you going to any games this year, man? I will be, man. Yeah. I- I'm not sure which ones we usually go to two. Me and my family usually go to one around Christmas time. You know, okay. um, it's a lot of fun there, man. But we haven't really decided which ones we're going to go to. But, yeah, we'll definitely be at one or two. Well, make sure you go to the final game. I'll be there. Me and my wife will oh, be there. Perfect. Uh, okay. Black Hole. Black Hole, actually. We're uh, front row right next to Gorilla Rilla. Nice, man. Good guy, man. Him and his wife, man. They're great people. Yeah, man. Mark uh, hooked me up with uh, – kind of I got me set up with it. Yeah, he's a, oh, very he's cool. a real good dude. Him and uh, him and old Violator over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy's fun, too. You got <laughs> to respect the OG fans, man. You got to respect them. Oh, my gosh absolutely man absolutely um but since we're getting off topic already yeah, yeah. Um, i think it's time i think you need a shot you need a little redemption okay. uh, at your brother dave at 20 questions man you ready for it <laughs> yeah all right dude we're gonna take a quick break and after this quick message provided by blue wire we'll be right back for darren's family redemption Do you know what the worst sound in the world is? It's your alarm clock if you haven't gotten enough sleep. No matter how much you love that song on your phone, when it wakes you up in the morning, you just want it to stop. Trust me, I know the feeling. Now, imagine this scenario. The surface temperature of your bed gradually adjusts to wake you up gently and naturally without the sound of the alarm. Imagine now waking up rested, 
and alert. This is not science fiction, folks. This is the new pod by 8sleep. The pod by 8sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. And there's a reason why Time Magazine calls 8 one of the best inventions of last year. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like your bed cool and your partner likes the bed warm, you can now have both at the same time in a crazy, comfortable bed. And also remember, no more alarm clocks. So, to celebrate Independence Day, get a free gravity cooling blanket plus free shipping with your pod purchase. A $300 value for free. Offer ends Monday, July 8th. Visit 8sleep.com slash bluewire. That's 8sleep.com slash bluewire. E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash bluewire. And we're back. Darren, are you ready for this redemption, man? All set, man. Let's do it. You know the rules. Four possible answers. Yep. But first, I'm going to let you debate these 10 questions from my chat with Dave. Okay. Uh, first one being, David says that he's the best looking car. Do you agree? I, I would agree with that. Um, okay. Only because I, I always make fun of Dave about having perfect bone structure in his jaw. <laughs> so in his cheekbones, it's, you know, we uh, I kind of give him a hard time about that. And his GQ photos were phenomenal uh, about a decade ago. Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, yeah. They're, they're online. I'm sure you can find them. But, uh, I'm going to find them. Yeah, him. he definitely got the uh, – he's got blue steel written all over his face for sure. A little Zoolander <laughs> quote there. If you got that. <laughs> you ever seen Zoolander, Cody? But, no, man. I, oh, uh, I, grew okay. up, I, I grew up right. under a rock, man, yeah, if you notice. Uh, I don't. Okay. I didn't know your your That's little right. wrestling uh, action figure. Wh- which speaking of speaking of the, your wrestling action figure, I hear that you have the worst temper. Is that true or false? That's hundred yeah. percent true. God's been working on me. I'm actually a ton better, man. And my wife told me the other day. Thank you, Lord, yeah. for uh, good, saving me. Good Appreciate stuff, it. man. Good stuff. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if if you came across a, a Sergeant Slaughter action figure, you're not going to attempt to kill your brother with it. No, no, no. <laughs> and actually, I got a little. I got. I got. I got to uh, fix that one. So it was a David Goliath okay, okay. set right it was goliath that i threw at him okay and hit him in the head it was about a it was about a six inch toy man but uh what a coincidence though (laughs) yeah so dave's getting kind of old so he probably forgot he's turning 40 this year but he took my sergeant slaughter toy he wrapped it around the balcony of one of our old apartments and pulled it back like a rubber band well the ball was still sticking up so sergeant slaughter is going to fly right into this ball and he lets it go we think he's going to shoot out in the distance he's going to fly like buzz lightyear but he explodes into this pole, and I was oh, so sad. Shoot. I started crying. Dave grabbed it and buried it in the in the dirt like it never happened. And yeah, so middle <laughs> middle child. Uh, that's what you get, man. Uh, throwing Goliath at him. Of course, Dave is going to come back uh, with a slingshot and try and uh, yeah. end you right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, also, I hear that you try and end careers yeah. on a go kart track. True. Uh, true, man. Yeah. So back to the temper thing. Um, we're at a charity. I don't know what it was. Charity just golf, just go kart racing out at uh, in Texas, uh, going around the track. And I'm the heavier <laughs> guy, right? I'm 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 up there. So my golf cart, my go my my go kart doesn't go as fast. Um, <laughs> but I do know how to get out in front and block people. So I guess I was blocking the traffic. I wasn't letting people pass. So this guy comes out of nowhere on one of these turns mm-hmm. and passes me up in the dirt and throws oh, a bunch mm-hmm. of dirt and grass in my face. So my you know, young Christian mind, uh, come around the next turn. Well, I did it to him and I just slammed into the side of his car and he went spinning and I, obviously I beat him, you know, and, uh, 
Yeah, that's all I wanted. <laughs> and the go the go kart race was after that. So. All right, so remember that if you're gonna if you're gonna beat Darren in a go kart yeah. race, it better be fair. Sorry. Don't be uh, spewing up no dust and gravel at him. Yeah. Is there any way that David beats you in arm wrestling? No, dude. None. That's what I'm saying. None, dude. Now I will say this: both my brothers, they may not have the girth, the size mm-hmm. that I have, right? But they're they're very toned. They're very fit. They mm-hmm. all their muscles are are one motion. But yeah. arm wrestling is right up my alley, man. I'm saying. That's that's all day. Yeah, he was. I think we keep it real simple. He, no. Yeah, he was a little out of character on that one. I, I definitely agree. <laughs> and then this one, uh, Dave threw your dad under the bus. Yeah. Uh, said that your dad would most likely be the one dunked on in the pool. Yeah. And that Dave would end your career if he dunked on you. Can you dunk on your little brothers in the pool, man? Me? He said anybody. He, he said if me. anybody tried career. to dunk on him, and I think you're anybody. Oh my so gosh. I'm just gonna. I'm I'm just going to pin this one on you. I'm going to let you go after it. <laughs> <laughs> let's, do, let's, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. My dad, by default, yeah. yes, just because, you know, none of us would try and dunk on it. We would try, but yeah. you know, out of respect of each other. Um, but dad, by default. But my dad doesn't really hang out by the rim too much. He's more on the arc. Hanging Smart out guy. With Smart guy. He yeah. hangs out. You know what I mean? Um, but back to the other original one, yeah. So uh, I don't okay. think I'd let him dunk on me. And we've, we've both gotten older. Um, we're both reaching 40. So our uh, – our will to dominate the other one physically has kind of rubbed off, yeah, yeah, kind, of, yeah. kind of fallen off a little bit. Um, but if the chance came, we'd both try to <laughs> for sure. It's the gene. It's the gene. The car gene going to end each other's it's careers. The gene. You do. Yeah, you do. Now, um, apparently, you'd be the first car brother at a Justin Bieber concert. True or false? Yeah, I don't know where that came from, man. That's like the opposite like the music that I can't stand the most, but it's whatever. There we go. See, honestly, it'd probably be Derek. I, I would, I would say Derek. I, I would change that. I one. like that answer better. But he did. Say, didn't he? He say said because he had girls, girls, but still, I mean, I think that was it. You sent him with a chaperone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if one of us is going by ourselves to find the ticket, I'd probably say I agree Derek. With that. I agree with that. Yeah, because he likes to dance, and the guy can dance. I don't know if you knew. Oh, that. we've seen his his Derek, EECU Derek commercials. Down, oh, uh, that's that's he's kind of that's... Show, he's not really there, <laughs> but his hip hop dancing man, he's he's something. Okay, else. okay, I'll give it to him. I'll give yeah. it to him. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I asked him a question about it. An inflatable 100-foot-long obstacle course. Dave's saying that he would win because he's the craziest, but I had a little problem with this one because I felt like you kind of got a little reputation built up now. You got um, a pretty big win under your belt. Tell it, Cody. I'm telling you. I, you want me to? I don't even need to answer this one. Dave, David Carr. Tell it. I'm going to, even if you're not listening to this, I'm going to screen record this and send it to you so you know. Yeah. I just saw this yeah. man. Yeah. Six foot five. See, I don't know. 290. Hey. I don't know how big you are, Darren. Go ahead. But you were moving. Speak it. You were moving, man. Speak it. I'm telling you. I was moving. And Cody, who was I racing, Cody? You were racing Antonio Brown, and you, you smoked him. Really? Dude, you smoked him. Uh, listen, man, he's the fastest, one of the fastest I don't know. athletes I don't know. in the world, correct? If I'm, you know? I, I thought he was. Yeah. And if Antonio, you're listening, man, all due respect. <laughs> you wonder why I was taking my shoes off and he had socks on it's for grip. Oh. Had a little bit of grip on there. So. Yeah, hit him. Hit him with a little experience, yeah, yeah. huh? Hit him a little experience. <laughs> You know what though? If it's a hundred long, I might, I might, <laughs> I might wear out if I got to go through the whole thing. Yeah, but I'm more. I'm okay, better okay. Like so a fifty burst. footer would be about right up your alley. <laughs> yeah, fifty footer, I'm good. Um, zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I like this one. I figured you'd like this one too. Let's pretend now. He, yeah. Dave said yeah. he'd ri- he'd risk his life for his family. Now let's pretend that you have no other family sure. members around. Let's pretend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, God forbid. Uh, zombies already got him. Right. Yeah. They already got a family members. So yeah, it's just yeah. the brothers, right? It's just the brothers left. Okay. Oh, you, man. Derek, Dave. Oh, and and Dad. We'll throw Roger in yeah, there. Yeah. Who survives the longest? I would probably just. I would probably just say me. Yeah. Because I have okay. more girth. I have more gotcha. fat to store. You know, I'd probably stay okay. warm longer. Uh, cause we'll, 
we'll go to the beach and we'll go out there and we'll hang out and my two brothers will be freezing in 30 minutes yeah. and i'm just sitting there like yeah, this is great this is a great time man but my I, literally in high school we went out and we went surfing we got back on the shore and they've had hypothermia before we even got out of the water so and I'm just sitting there with my shirt off like, oh, this is great. So in that aspect, if we had nothing to eat, I'd probably survive the longest just on my own I can, I can take that. That's a, that's, a, that's a true answer. I like that. <laughs> All four of us will go down swinging, though, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. If I had to pick uh, three brothers to, to, to go down with, I think it would be you three plus. Plus old Roger. You can take the wisdom with you a little bit. Yeah, we protect him. We protect him. Uh, la- last question from last week. <laughs> PUBG. I uh, said Derek was the best, but oh, I think he might have something to say for that too. What do you think? I do have something to say for that, and it is 100% Derek. It, is it? This guy is uh, hes something else on those sticks, man. We call him the sticks, the remotes. <laughs> he's, uh, it's pretty impressive. We've, we've seen him. We, I don't know if you guys have ever played, but you'll get knocked before you die, mm-hmm. right? So me and Dave, I've seen, I've seen us both get knocked, and this guy, Derek, will take out an entire three or four team uh three or four guy team and just come back and pick us all three up and go on about our day. It's, it's pretty impressive, man. Like he's, uh, he's something else, but I'd say Derek for sure. Oh shoot, man. I'm, I'm more, he's more of the strategic guy. Me, when I get my gun, I just, I have to shoot it. So if you're yeah. playing with us and you hear a couple of guns, like go off, I got a little ADD in me. <laughs> so I got to kind of fire that gun yeah. off, spray something. I'm a little more erratic. I feel you. I so. feel you. <laughs> I don't, I don't really play the game at all, but yeah, I'm looking forward to what are you doing like a like a modern warfare yeah. tournament thing going on soon, aren't you with the with the kids? Yeah, we actually uh, we were just playing that before I started getting on here with you, uh, uh, Cody. Oh yeah, kids, that's right. Uh, the kill yeah, shot. Remember the kill our, shot? Our, yeah. our our sons. My son's sitting right here looking at me right now, grinning. <laughs> uh, they're old enough now to think that they can take us. You know, not physically yet, but they think they have the uh, the hand eye coordination uh, to get it done. But uh, usually ninety five percent the OGs, the original gangsters. Oh, win, dude, so. absolutely. I'm sorry. You know, maybe play. Yeah. Maybe he, maybe they might be able to take it like Fortnite or something. But uh, Modern Warfare, man, that's you guys better win. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now this isn't really part of the questions, but I still want to talk yeah. to you about this. Okay. Uh, we talked about bumping into somebody on your list. Now I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna ask you any details. <laughs> yeah. But I do want to know what exactly do you plan on doing with that list? You know, I, I've thought about it, and I'm trying to do the Christian thing about mm-hmm. it. I think it's just good to document stuff. Okay. You know, that way you have mm-hmm. it. And maybe somewhere along the line, once Derek does win the MVP, uh, uh, certain people will ask him for, you know, buddy interviews. And it's good to uh, kind of pull those yep. uh, interviews out and just say, hey, Derek, check this out right here, man. Like, this guy is what he kind of thought at you at your lowest moment, you know. Uh-huh. And maybe just store it, not be a, a jerk about it, but just kind of have that in the back of your head. And um, so many, many things go through my head, man. But then I always go back to what would Jesus do? So, mm-hmm. um I have a lot of great ideas, but I probably won't use them. It's just nice to have yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Just just so you know, I'm, gl- I'm glad you're the bigger <laughs> or man. Or I could sell it to Cody, <laughs> and Cody could do it. <laughs> I got a I got a knockoff version of my own, but yeah. if I had the real deal, the name brand <laughs> list, yeah, that one that would be worth some yeah. worth some bucks right there. Now, I will tell you, I I will leave an open invitation. If you ever want to jump on a segment called yeah. Real Talk at the end of the season, oh. and you ever want to dish the list, yeah. open invitation. I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Real Talk, uh, not that this isn't Real Talk, I think Real Talk might get me more oh, yeah. trouble. So we'll probably just keep it with me and you right now. <laughs> if I get in there with Kenny, man, if I get in there with Kenny, he might get me all yeah. fired up and we might not yeah, stop. No, so. uh, yeah, Jesus would not get on Real Talk, so we, <laughs> we won't probably do that. But uh, I, I, got, I got 10 new questions for you. You ready for them? All right. Yeah, I got it. Yep. First question: Who's got the coolest Jeep? Oh, me, man. Yeah, hundred percent. It's old school. Yeah, 
I mean, Dave's got. Now, don't get me wrong. Dave's got a pretty fancy Jeep. Derek's is pretty fancy. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at my window right now at this 1990 uh, Jeep Cherokee XJ with some big tires on it. Man, it's a. Uh, That's a Jeep. You definitely go back in time. Yeah. Now, does it start all the time? Uh, kind of, sorta. You know, but when it gets going, it's something else down the road, man. There you go. <laughs> yeah. See, that's a real Jeep. Yeah, yeah. Their their Jeeps are just uh, like fancy Dodges. Yeah, fancies. Yeah, fancy pants. Yeah. <laughs> now, the, my AC's better. That's for sure. This AC blows pretty dang cold. There we go. Pretty good. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Next question, man. Let's say you guys get thrown in the ring of a WWE match. Yeah. Fold, who's gonna be the first one to grab a fold-up chair? Oh, man, I. I, I I'd probably say me, man. You're the fold-up chair I guy. I would. I like. I like. Throw, I like yeah, I like throwing <laughs> stuff. You know, that's kind of fun to me. <laughs> like anything, we'll just we'll just grab it and throw it and distract or or, there we go. or hurt. So, yeah. I okay. Think I'd that so chair. now let's say yeah. a bird drops in your yard with a broken wing. Who's the most likely to rescue it? Roger Carr, for sure, hands down. Uh, we would we would all feel bad, but I think Dad would go over there and find a way to take care of it. Okay. So then, who would be the most likely to put it out of its misery? <laughs> Definitely me. <dude. laughs> Where's the rock? Where's, Where's the, the thumbs rock? at? I don't know. I don't know if this was a uh, question that you have in the back of your head, but if you have time for a story, okay. Uh, so me and my brother David, and I'm gonna feel terrible, and I'm gonna get all the PETA people calling you now, probably. So <laughs> I'm gonna feel really bad. I'm here but for anyways, it. It's okay. So we're out in the our house. We just moved in Bakersfield. I think we're in junior high somewhere. We uh, we're walking out. We got brand new BB guns for Christmas. Uh, we, we're 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 going out there and. Uh, we're looking around, trying to shoot some birds and this and that, and we're missing, we're missing. Um, and we roll up, and I feel bad. It's going to sound really bad, but I'm young, so we do stupid things when we're young. Yeah. So we're rolling out there, and Dave's like, hey, man, look right here, look right here. So I roll out there, and there's an owl just sitting there, <laughs> an owl in the dirt, just chilling, and next to some eggs and this and that. And I'm like, oh, Oh, Pete is calling you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, So and, and, and Dave's like, and I wanted to be cool, and I love my brother, so I wanted to be cool and kind of hang out with him. And yeah. he goes, hey, shoot it, shoot it. Uh-huh. I said, no, I don't want to shoot it. He goes, shoot it, or we're not cool anymore. <laughs> I said, oh, man. So I shot it with a BB gun. It wasn't very powerful. And now my daughter that loves animals is staring a hole through my face right now. So sad. I know. I'm sorry. Um, but it didn't kill it. It just it just winged it. Um, uh, just didn't move for a now week. now I feel really bad even telling that story because I'm, now I'm a jerk. <laughs> But I wanted to be cool, man. And then, and this is the best part, Cody. So then I think I'm cool with my brother. This guy runs home and tells my mom what I did. No, no Darren way. Darren shot an owl. I got in trouble, bro. Dude, it's great. That's it. Yeah, we got to get me up. Okay, yeah. tell Dave on his next drive home. <laughs> yeah. He's getting on real talk next week, and we're gonna talk you, about this a little I'm bit. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, it was not fun. Dude. Thought we were cool, ran home, told mom. Man. Not, not okay. He set you up, bro. He did. He set me up. And I've been weary of him ever since. Okay. So I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you another. I'm going to give you this next question. Okay. Be a little, uh, I guess it'll be payback for you. All Let's right. say uh, you guys are all in an elevator. Yep. It goes dark and it starts shaking. Yeah. Who's going to be the first one to squeal like a little boy? Uh, Me, bro. Ah, you should have said I, Dave. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I know. I hate heights. I hate them, Okay. Man. It's uh. I mean, I'm, we'll sit here and I don't know what was that show that came on. It was the guy walking across the two towers with the, mm. yeah, the twin towers, right? Whatever that show was, it was probably like five years ago. Just a movie that came out. Um, but the previews came on, man, and my legs would go numb, oh. like they tingle, like I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. Like, and I see these roller coasters up in the, 
skyscrapers and this and that, and those people hanging off buildings. Like I'm getting chills right now. Like it's Ooh. and it's funny because I'm six five and I, I shouldn't be afraid of those things, but it's it's crazy. I have a death of fear of uh, of heights. I was gonna say, how are you scared of heights? Like you you are heights. Like you're up there, man. I know, <laughs> I know. And 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 we go to we go to Pebble uh, Pebble Beach played golf yesterday Ooh. or uh, a few days back, and they're still set up for the U.S. Open. So I'm like, oh cool. We'll go to number seven. I think it was a little par three, and I'll go up in the little the tower. Uh-huh. Well, that was a bad mistake. Yeah. You know, I would look down the whole time. I walked up there, and I was way too high, man. Oh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, not a fan of heights. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Now we'll, I didn't think that one through. We'll, we'll tune this one back a little bit. Now we're kind of this kind of this is kind of a roller coaster of questions. I go back and forth. I pick out a yeah. a bad guy and then I pick out a good guy. So let's say that there's a a, a legit homeless dude on the street. Who's most likely to go talk to him and help him out? I think I think all of us, man. There you really. go. You know, it's it's something our dad kind of kind of kind of instilled in us, man. Like even if we're talking about this topic, my dad will walk out and he'll see guys. And I think it's just him kind of growing up in Santa Cruz and kind of seeing a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm, man. And mm-hmm. he's always there to help those guys out. Um, but he'll go in there, he'll buy him food he'll buy him burritos, tacos, you know, we'll come out of a Del Taco and he'll hand him a whole bag full of food. And I think that's kind of where we got our, uh, our giving nature, you know, to kind of people that, that hurt. And I asked my dad one time, man, cause he did it. He's even told me he's seen guys, look in the bag and then throw it away if there's no money in it type thing. Yeah. But I'm like, I asked my dad and he's like, nah, he goes, Darren, he goes, I see a need. My heart kind of reaches out to him, give them whatever, whatever they decide to do with it, you know, is yeah. kind of on them. So, but at least his heart's kind of clear. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'd say all of us, man, or pop, pop would be the first one. There you go. Good stuff, man. Now, like I said, this is a roller coaster. And let's say that your mom yeah. is ticked off. Because someone didn't take their shoes off and someone tracked mud all over the house. Yeah. Which one of you bozos did it, man? Um, Throw someone under the bus. Oh you have my to. Gosh. Yeah, I know. But she would never get mad at Derek. Uh, <laughs> I'd say it'd either me or Dave, man. I- I'd probably say me. I got in trouble a lot, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, trouble so a lot. I would get in trouble a lot. Or they would they would do it and then blame me. And I would just kind of believe, I guess I actually did it, you know? Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess I would say me, man. There you go. And so <laughs> by default, the, the way this whole conversation is going, I already know the answer to this next question. All right. Okay. The car behind you honks the horn and they flip you the finger. Yeah. Who's the most likely to not ignore him? <laughs> not ignore to him. To not ignore hey, him. You know what though? <laughs> uh, to not ignore him, I would say my dad. Oh, Roger has some uh, road rage. I know. I'm, I'm at, like I said, Lord's kind of help. He doesn't really have road road rage. It's more like he wants them to know that he knows that what they did was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he'll just get super quiet and he'll kind of do this like this hand thing. Like, are you serious? <laughs> it's just this little little left hand little left hand flick up. He does. Think about what you're doing. All, all the fing, all the all the fingers are up. All five fingers are up. It's just like, <laughs> are you kidding me? You know me. I think it's funny. Like I'll. We'll be in the car with the kids, and people drive by, honk, and flip me off or something. I don't know what I did, and I'll laugh, and that makes it even worse, you know, because <laughs> you know I don't know. Uh, my my reaction is to laugh. Yeah. So save. But my dad, my dad, my dad takes it a little personal. <laughs> ah, makes sense. Yeah, he wants you to know. Uh, yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, what do you think? Think about this, man. You look like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's my dad for sure. Like, come on, man. Really. <laughs> so now. Uh... Yeah. Since we're on the topic of cars, let's say a cop pulls the four of you over. Man. Who's going to be the one to sweet talk you guys out of a ticket? 
Uh, Derek or David, for sure. I think only because they get recognized more. They probably wouldn't have to do uh, more Yeah. And depending on the car that we're in, you know, if we were in a 90 uh, Jeep Cherokee XJ, <laughs> white. Uh, with mud tires. And all four of us were in the car. They probably, yeah, with mud tires. They probably wouldn't believe that Derek's in that car, you know. <laughs> so we'd probably get a ticket. But if we're in one of the other cars that they have, and they read the name, I'm sure we would uh, we'd get off pretty easy. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> with an autograph, I'm sure. <laughs> There you go, man. Yeah. I yeah. uh one of those together. We're down to the last couple of questions here. And I need uh this one's gonna be yeah. a little different. I need some spirit animals, man. I need I need an animal that resembles each yeah. of you guys. I say me, I kinda like being a grizzly bear. Um, okay. you know, we just kinda we're just kinda cool. We're collective, man. We're just kinda just wanna go eat, find some food, <laughs> a berry or two, maybe a fish. Uh if we're really hungry, we'll go find a we'll go find a deer. Don't poke the bear but though. Certain guys kind of come into your area unannounced. <laughs> your, your ears go up a little bit. Maybe you stand up on your hind legs type yeah. thing and kind of protect kind of protect your family. So I would I would say I'm more like that. I like it. Yeah, and I'd, I'd say Dave's like a lion. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of trying to go real here. I could could I could mess this whole thing up. Call them ants and caterpillars, but I won't. <laughs> um, but Dave Dave's more like a lion, man. He kind of. He kind of sleeps, relaxes, doesn't really do much, you know. Uh, he's earned it, you know. Yeah. He's, he's played a long time. But uh, very wise, a guy I lean on a lot for, uh, you know, for coaching and types of those things and spiritual stuff. You know, he's, he has a lot of great great things to say about that. And uh, just a real wise guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see, my dad, man. My dad's kind of like uh, the monkey from Rafiki. Or uh, from, from, yeah, Rafiki from uh from the Lion King, you know, kind of crazy, hilarious. That is funny. Um, very wise, though. Yeah. You know, very wise in his in his old age, you know. But definitely, definitely that guy. And Derek, man, what's what's Derek like? Derek's kind of like a little uh, dinosaur. Which one? <laughs> like a raptor? Hey, you know That's what? So raptor's cool. good. Yeah. Uh, raptor's good. I like raptor. Okay. He's uh he's pretty ferocious, man. You know, gotcha. he's very. That's a good one for him, actually. That's how God works. Um, Velociraptor for Derek. Um, Because they hunt in packs, you know, and they're very strategic. They're probably fastest ones out there, and they'll catch anything, and they kind of outsmart their opponents, you know. Uh, I'd say Derek's a raptor for sure. There we go. I like it. So coming into the last question, this is a a clear win. Of course, I kind of, I kind of set you up for the win. (laughs) It's not your fault. I'll put that one on me. Um, But I want to know, I've done two of you guys. I've done two of you four cars. Yeah. yeah who's gonna yeah. be uh who's gonna be the next car to come on the show, man? That's my last question. I think uh I think honestly it'd be easier to get uh Roger Carr for you. Yeah. And I think you'd have a great time with that one, man. I think you'd have to get all three of us and then we could get Derek together for sure. But I think Roger Carr would be a phenomenal one. I had a five minute conversation with Roger and it was probably the best five minute conversation yeah. I've ever had. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, man. And then you sit him down asking questions about his boys and his family and what it takes to be a, a successful human being and a good Christian man. And he'll, uh, he'll give you everything he's got, man, for sure. That's what our, our kids at, uh, Bakersfield Christian, man. They absolutely love pop. They love him. Like, uh, I'm kind of the more, you know, the head coach, I gotta be the head coach type guy. They go to pop for the, uh, for the uh, kind of the comedy and the the stories and the all that stuff, man. So, uh, great guy, man. You should definitely talk to him next. Good stuff. Uh, but special request, For I sure. got to figure out, uh, man. If we're gonna get Derek on here, we got three weeks before yeah. training camp, and I don't want to bug him after training camp. Yeah. We'll probably have to get it before that, huh? We can yeah. Get it before. Let him focus. Cody, I came through for you before, man. Yeah. You know that? So yeah. Just let you know, I'll be on it. Okay. Yeah. 
I'll be honest. I'm not even going to hold you to this one because you came through for me so good last time. I'm not even worried. I'm at this point. I mean, it's just a bonus at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just a bonus. He will, he will be on there though. We'll make it work. And, uh, don't worry about it, man. You, you get high praises from me and Dave and everybody else, man. Your, your show is doing a great job. You guys do a really good job. So appreciate you, gotcha. man. I appreciate yep, you. You got it. He might be uh, between between us. He might be my my least favorite car, but yeah, mine he's, he's the quarterback of the Raiders, so I guess I have to like him. So yeah, that's okay. Yeah. It's, that's fine. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like I said, you know, I, I've been blessed to have some great guests on the show, high profile, for sure. with a lot of energy and passion for football, of course. For sure. Um, but I, what I love about having the opportunity to talk to you and, you know, even talking to some of my other guests for that matter is having a chance to show that your lives are bigger than football. Working with even sure. uh, Raiders beat, we've done our best here to kind of bring like a new dynamic to a fan podcast. Like this should right. be something we're trying to do something that you don't hear through your, your headphones as a Raiders fan. So right. maybe I'm not always digging for nuggets. Sure. Maybe I don't always go into an interview with like that journalism mentality that some think I should have. Right. But my goal is to make each guest here feel comfortable and a place where they can talk about the team we love, man. Right. And also, I just like to create a platform here sure. where anyone can bring their best stories and their worst stories. And I'm going to use them to change lives. Yeah. Which brings me to my last topic here. And I want to talk about Darren Carr. Sure. Are you cool with that, man? Absolutely, man. Let's do it. That's easy. Here we go. September of 2002. Yep. I was, uh, I think I just turned 10, so I didn't even know what a responsibility was at that point. <laughs> um, but you, yeah. on the other hand, your oldest, yeah. or yeah, your oldest brother, man, he just got drafted by the Texans. Yeah. Uh, you were making a transfer from Bakersfield College to the University of Houston. Yep. Um, can you walk me through that whole process? Yeah, for sure, man. So, uh, so football is something I wanted to do since I was a little kid. Uh, obviously, it's uh, our dad ingrained that into us at an early age. Work hard, play sports, uh, love the Lord. So, football just kind of came naturally for all of us, you know. Um, did, it, did it growing up? Was pretty good at it. Not to toot my own horn, man, but uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed. You know, what's funny is uh, you, you don't really recognize uh, uh, where God's going to put you mm -hmm. until you kind of look back. You sit back and look. But anytime I was always on the field, man, I always uh, caught myself helping coach in some kind of way with my own teammates ah. checking make sure my guy next to me know where he was going his assignment um before i even got down in my stance and started to go that was kind of important to me you know if he knew where he was going i did at least you know there's two guys on the field that know what they're doing uh but yeah so that was something i always did even when i was young in junior high but yeah i went to high school at stockdale played both ways there um I actually had a love for baseball too. That kind of just didn't work out. Just kind of had a more love to go go to Bakersfield College and go play football there for two years. And when Dave got drafted, man, I had a couple opportunities to go play college ball in certain spots. Um, one was uh, funny how God works. One was South Carolina huh. um, with Lou Holt. Uh, that, that was that was a dream of mine to be a be a Notre Dame Fighting Irish uh, growing up. And then when he was at Notre Dame or uh, South Carolina, I was like, oh man, this is perfect. Yeah. I want to go there. You know, but funny how God closes doors and opens doors. Yeah. I also had an offer from the University of Houston to be a Cougar. They were not very good, <laughs> to say the least. I, I you know, as a, as a you, you're being recruited and you go on there and you want to see what the record was. And uh, I think they actually came off a defeated record. I don't think they won one oh, game, uh, maybe a year or two before I got there. Um, but it's funny, just, you know, kind of how God kind of pulls you certain directions and Dave gets drafted to Houston. So I'm like, well. Family guy. Let's just all go back out there into Houston and have a good time, man. So yeah. get out there, man, and go through the draft and everything. I'm like, this is what I want to do, man. Yeah. Like, this is phenomenal. Met Julius Peppers in the back in the green room, and 
on draft day and met Mike Williams and Quentin Jammer and Freddie Mitchell and these guys. Uh, just It was just a great experience. I'm like, I definitely want to be back here, yeah. you know. And again, it's uh, kind of how God moves you, man. I, I go out to Houston. I actually get married uh, before we move out there. Uh-huh. Take my wife out there. Yeah, go out there. Um, first couple of days of, uh, of practice, we're going through practices and stuff, and I kind of get this uh, this tight feeling in my chest and back area. Um, <sighs> figured it was the heat. I'm not used to the humidity type thing, so I just kind of fought through it. I'm not really. I wasn't really one back then to kind of kind of tell what was kind of going on mm-hmm. uh, with me. Uh, had a couple shoulder injuries, a knee injury. I had a neck issue going into. Um, University of Houston, just all from my plays from high school and college um, at, at Bakersfield College, and I, I tried to, you know, I I kind of knew a little. Uh, I don't I don't want to say yeah. a little birdie told me, but a little birdie kind of told me some tips on uh, on what kind of happened, and I wanted, you know, what I wanted to kind of like yeah. look into it. I like to research all my guests, yeah, for sure. So I'm looking into a Mr. Darren Carr, right? And I see yep. a six foot five, three hundred pound defensive lineman going into their junior year. Yep. You played four games. Yeah. And yep. from what I saw, you impressed on the field. You made some plays when you're out there. And then I did, man. But then you, you just like you kind of like you you disappeared. There's no report that really says yeah. what happened. Nope. Uh, you yep. just stopped playing football, yep. man. And I feel like you're kind of leading up to that. And I just kind of wanted you to know. Yeah. That's where that's where it stands. I feel like I'm kind of like getting into a, a spot where have you talked about all this stuff before, like publicly or? Uh, no, not really. I really haven't. Uh, I mean, my, my, my players kind of know, you know, cause yeah, I'm sure yeah. they do their research too. And I've, I've had questions asked and, uh, my son's sitting here. He probably doesn't know either. Um, <laughs> those types of things. Um, but yeah, uh, and that's, that's one thing, man. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of ran from it. Uh, it's kind of funny how God works again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, being on the Raider Cody podcast, <laughs> use this as a platform to kind of maybe help somebody. There you, you know? go. Um, but yeah, I was, anytime I would, you know, you kind of, anybody goes on there and Googles their name, you know, that would be the first article that pulls up. I'm like, this just irritates the dog out of me. Yeah. And it was 12 years of that article and it wouldn't go away and it still won't go away. You know what I mean? Um, and nothing I feel bad about just, uh, like, and I'll get into it, man. But, uh, so yeah, I'm out there, man. And I'm going through practice. I get in the starting rotation after two days. Had Atlanta Falcon scouts there, Miami Dolphin scouts. Uh, just kind of trickling in those types of things. Talked to those guys. Atlanta Falcons coach pulled me aside. Uh, one practice said, "Man, you just keep working, man. You're you're a day two pick all day, you know." So that kind of, you know, I think I'm going in the right direction. Yeah. You know, I'm still dealing with my physical stuff that I'm not telling anybody about, and it was uh, it was tough, man. It was it, you, you go through the year. Uh, not doing great, but you know, you, you make some buddies, you, you go play some good football. Um, and it it was kind of hard to kind of have to stop playing, man. It was, uh, I just really had a kind of just thinking about it, man. Like, um, my neck, I can barely look to my right. You know, I can, I can kind of, I can kind of move my shoulders around and kind of play it off. The the main thing was, man, it kind of hit me around week five. I think it was after Louisville game or before it, I can't remember, but I'm at practice um, just going through sprints and I got kind of lightheaded, man. And it kind of scared me, you know, cause I should be in shape by now. I've been here for two months, mm-hmm. you know, kind of got dizzy, got, got lightheaded, uh, chest got heavy again. And just, I said, okay, I gotta get this thing checked out, man. And it was just, uh, it was an irregular heartbeat. It's something that I could, I went to the doctor and got it checked out. It was an irregular heartbeat. Uh, my, my heart would skip beats and it would kind of catch and take my breath away a little bit. Shoot. Um, and it was scary, man. Yeah. Like it was, you know, it's not, it's not playtime anymore. Like, am I going to play until I'm 32 
or, you know, and play, you know, 10 more years and die on the field. It, all that stuff's going through my head, man. And it was, uh, I just kind of took a break, really. That's literally what through my head. I'm like, you know what? I just need a break, man. Yeah. Like maybe it was just moving out here and getting all this stuff in and, and everything just happened all at once and getting married. And my wife was pregnant, coming up to be pregnant with my daughter. It's just all that stuff. And yeah. injuries were piling up. So, and, and kind of how I use this to my kids now, because I'm a different guy than I was back then. Yeah. It, it was it was scary stuff like you don't want to mess with that stuff um you can you can test it you can try and go out there and maybe try and fight through it mm-hmm. but i just kind of made the decision man okay i'm gonna take i'm gonna take a year off told the coaches they were they were shocked i'm sure because i'm sure they wanted me on the field i wanted to be on the field yeah but physically man i was just kind of a wreck you know but then a couple of years go by man you, you say you're gonna take a year off take breaks this and that i took i think like two three years off maybe two and I had one more shot at it. I don't mean to take up your time. No, really. dude, I'm, sorry, I'm dude, I'm here for it, man. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Dude. So uh, we go to Sweetwater Country Club. It's a country club Dave had over by his house. Um, my buddy Leroy was the head trainer there, buddy now, um, but he ends up purchasing a semi-professional football league, and it's pretty big in Texas. I'm thinking semi-pro. I'm like, oh my gosh, semi-pro, man. <laughs> so he t- he purchases this team, and he's like, hey, man. Uh, I've been working out with him. I'm getting back in shape. I'm doing these types of things. Uh, He goes, look, man, this is my pro stuff. They actually have a combine, man, so you can get back in the league if you want to, because I've told my story to to him before, you know. And I said, all right, man, I'll play. Ended up going out there and just tearing it up, man. You know, back to my old ways, just just wrecking shop. Uh, Another way kind of God works, too. It's almost like he's trying to keep me out of – pursuing what I thought my dream should be, yeah. you know, um, I got a buddy on the team that he knows the combine guys like, bro, I'm gonna get you in. I know it's kind of late. I'm gonna get you in. I'm gonna get you in. Ends up never getting me in. I never hear from the guy again. Uh, I'm, I'm eating right. I'm getting fit. I'm getting in shape. I'm, I'm ready to rock. Guy never hits me back. I never get a, you never get a shot to kind of get in there and show what I can do mm-hmm, type thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like at this point, man, and literally, man, I, I kind of slipped into a uh, depression type thing after that, man. Cause I can imagine I had one goal. You know, and I felt like I kind of screwed that up by saying I'm going to take a break and take a blow and those types of things, man. And kinda, I really went through a depression uh, when my daughter was like one or two and my other daughter was just a newborn. I didn't want to get out of the house. I didn't want to move. I didn't want to do anything, you know, had to go to work now, you know, type thing. I was uh, like my whole dream was just trying to play football, you know, like my yeah. brother. Um, and that was uh, that was tough, man. And the devil was kind of getting on me pretty good. And I wasn't as close to to Christ as I thought I was, you know, yeah. I was kind of like an open book and the devil just kind of just firing arrows at me. Long story short, man, I can tell you every year, but, uh, got that right, man. Honestly, a book, if anybody's looking for one going through depression type things, I've helped five kids out just this year. Uh, when they come to me and talk to me, um, and I always send them to, uh, Joyce Meyer's battlefield of the mind. Uh, it's a phenomenal book. My mom got it for me, hmm. uh, when I was struggling, got into that thing, man, read it, loved it, found out where my, my real calling was, was into coaching. I started coaching out there at uh, Kincaid High School. Long story short, I wanted to be a teacher and a coach. And that's what I'm doing now. And God opens and shuts doors. And he's led me where I'm at right now, man. It's, I wouldn't change it for the world. So it's, uh, it's been been phenomenal. Dude, that is good stuff right there. See, that was, yep. you know, whenever I opened this thing up, that's kind of what I was trying to get into. I wanted to, this this whole episode, I, I feel like it, it kind of took a, a whole different direction. And I love it because... Sure. Yeah. Um, I know you're saying you don't want to take up any more of my time, but um, yeah. if even an extra 
I mean, I'll go another hour if it, if it saves sure. some lives. You know what I mean? Like at this point, oh, I'm with you. there's a lot of people that even listen then, here. There's, there's probably young athletes or people that are pretty yeah. close to even in your position as a coach or coaching young athletes, or they have kids. I mean, these are football yeah. fans. They're fun. Yeah. I mean, they're fanatics at For this sure. point. And I'm sure yeah. all of their kids growing up are going to be going through this. And even me, I can relate to you because I yeah. mean, I mean, I wasn't a football player, right. but growing up, I mean, I was a varsity soccer player. And, um, as you probably heard with your brother's interview, yep. um, I was, you know, a state champion BMX yeah, racer, BMX, yep. uh, you know, racing it in the world ranks at one point. Right. Um, and then I suffered yep. some knee injuries, got to the point to where, uh, yep. it happened during a soccer season and I went to hop on my bike and I couldn't even bring the pedal yeah. around without, uh, using the, the, the tendon in my knee. It, it was, it was getting to the point to where it just, it, it yeah. stopped me right there on the bike. Yeah. And it got to the point to where once I lost yeah. that sport, once I lost what I did every day after school, yep. even on the weekends traveling, once I lost that, yep. I didn't know where to go. Yeah. And I just kind of, I found myself, man, partying. I mean, I, I, I toyed myself yep. with drug addiction, alcohol. Yep. I mean, if, I mean, gosh, if that isn't the first teenagers bounce to, I don't know what is. And it almost, I mean, destroyed my life. And luckily, probably around the same time you were, you know, meeting your wife and, uh, you know, I'm sure that she played a huge part with your kids coming in and and saving your life. Uh, God putting them in your life. I was in the same situation. Luckily, I had a family to put myself, uh, you know, kind of in your same shoes, pick and pick me up, got me going, Um, figured out that I don't want to say. Um, you know, I like to say bigger than football because we're a football podcast, but at this point it's bigger than sports. Right. Um, so that's why I, sure. I really liked having this conversation with you, man. And, and thanks for sharing that, dude. That's yep. good stuff. Oh man. No, absolutely, man. And that's where, I mean, I'm, that's where my passion kind of comes from. Cause I, I, if I was, if I sat myself down that 20 or 21 year old kid, man, I'd, I'd have been all over me, yeah. all over me, you know? Um, just I, I, cause I understand the injuries and what I kind of went through, but I, I kind of just started feeling sorry for myself you know, and that was, that was the complete opposite of what I tell my kids and how I live my life now, man. It's, you can't just feel sorry for yourself. Things happen to you. Yeah. You know, it's to guide you in this certain direction, you know? Yeah. And the one thing I would have changed back then, man, is like I said, I wasn't as close to Christ as I should have been. Yep. And maybe if I was, I maybe would have figured things out earlier. Maybe I would have done some certain things. Um, but God always takes your mess and he'll perfect it, man. If you, if you just keep hanging on, you keep, and I preach to my kids all the time, man, I wish you could kind of come in there for one of those, man. And we have word of the weeks. We have these things where we take a word, we tell the kids and we have a word that for our year, but the main one that ever stuck out to me and kind of, kind of got us to the uh, state championship mm-hmm. a few years back was the word finish. Yeah. It was just a simple word. And I always wait till, I always wait till maybe a couple weeks into camp to let God kind of tell me what word to use. And that year it was finish, man. And I was so passionate about it because that's something I wanted to do. And that's something that kind of, kind of, it's still a fire in me, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. maybe to push into these kids and cause everybody feels like quitting, man. Anytime someone, it gets tough. The first thing your body wants to do is shut it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it, this is shut it down. It'll feel, it'll feel a lot better if I just shut it it's down, easier, yeah. but you'll never know. You'll never know what God has in store yeah. for you, man. If you don't just keep plowing, you know, you'll never find out. You'll never get over the fence. There's a picture that I have on my phone that I've shared and I've, I've, I've spoken at our, at our school about it. I literally just put that picture up there and talked about it for 20 minutes. It's just a picture of two guys and you can look it up. They both have pickaxes and it's a, just a vertical view of how there's an older guy at the bottom. He's turning around and he's quitting and he's literally maybe a centimeter, maybe one more swing away. And there's diamonds on the other side and he doesn't see it. He just mm. thinks he's going to take another 10 years. You know what I mean? And the guy above is just working his tail off, 
right? He's going, he's going, he's going. But I, I mean, I could, like I said, I could talk forever about it. But just my whole point was just not, just not stopping, man. You never know, like one more day or one more hour, yeah. maybe one more phone call, and you've been living your life, and you've been praying, and you've been doing the right things, and you just maybe you're not, maybe you're just hoping that something just kind of shows up. Maybe the Raider Cody podcast, <laughs> and the uh, Darren Carr speaking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something stupid, man, and that's maybe that's just your point where you're just like, okay, this is not just. Uh, not just something that just happens that maybe this is God telling me to just keep going, you know? Yeah. And I kind of went through that. I'm, again, I don't mean to, I'm trying to be a teacher and um, this little span I had, I'm trying to be a teacher and we're living here in Bakersfield now. My son was young, my kids were young and you got to do all these tests to be a teacher in California. If anybody's been a teacher, there's so many hoops to jump through. And um, I had to quit a job I had with insurance. Um, our money was getting low. I'm going to college. I'm, I'm coaching. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. My wife couldn't work. It's It was just crazy. It was a crazy time about five years ago, maybe maybe six years ago for us. A span in there where it was two, three years where we were struggling, man. Uh, uh, we We literally were just struggling so I could achieve a goal that I had in my heart to be a teacher. And I'll never forget, man, I'm, I'm trying to take all these tests. I kept getting no. And I'm talking, I studied, man. I studied my tail off of these tests and I kept getting the answer no, right? Because mm. he knew if I got the answer yes, I'd have taken this other job <laughs> that was perfect for me, I thought, mm-hmm, you know, and mm-hmm. I would not be where I'm at right now, uh, blessing these kids, you know. But you, you never know how tough you are, man, until you're <clears throat> you get home and your wife basically tells you we don't have any money in the bank and we have three more days until my wife was just working a little side job wasn't making much, just a little cookie business out of our, out of our house. Um, we don't have anything and we got four days until, you know, her next cookie order. Uh, mm-hmm. and we got sourdough in the fridge and nothing's in there. I'm just at my wits end, man. Like, um, it's, it was like a year and a half of this. I'm just struggling. And, uh, literally the next day, man, I get a phone call from Bakersfield Christian high school's athletic director asking me if I wanted to come interview for the head coaching job. Yeah. And it was, uh, it's, I, I spent eight years over at Bakersfield high school, just being a D line coach and struggled for the last three years there, you know, two years trying to be a teacher and to get that phone call and eating sourdough toast the night before to <laughs> going in and interviewing at a uh, pretty sweet private school and getting the job was, was, uh, just something I can't even explain, man. It's, I smile about it right now, just looking at my kids and cause they didn't know daddy and mommy struggled, you know, yeah. they had no idea. Yeah. We didn't tell them. They thought we were good. You know, uh, I made sure they were fed. Um, in the meanwhile, I'd go back to my room and cry and ask God what he wants me to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it just, the word was just finished. It was just yeah. finished. Just trust me type thing. And yeah. And then, uh, we're, we're doing fine now. Thank God. It's crazy, dude. I'm glad you're sharing that because you never expect that Yeah, you know, coming from you. You look at, you look at Darren Carly. Like, oh, that's, oh, that's Derek yeah. and Darren's brother, man. Oh, dude, that's probably sure. so awesome. You know what I mean? But they, you know, they don't look at the struggle they yeah. went through and just that being just five or six years ago, that shows what that struggle did, what that yeah. molded you to be the person that you are right now, man. And that is freaking sweet. Yeah. So yeah, for sure, man, Darren, man, I don't want to, I don't want to keep you too much longer on this. We've you're good. I feel like I'm talking too much. Yeah, no, no, you're fine, man. You're, <laughs> you're easily, uh, I'd say this is probably the longest interview, but at the end of the day, man, I think we covered every dynamic we could give you. We talked, we so, talked man. Raiders football. Yeah. We talked, uh, we had some, we had some humor. We had some family humor. <laughs> um, and then we had some really? life lessons. I can't even call us. Uh, I can't even say, Hey, you listeners yeah. now, it's kind of more like, Hey, uh, Hey, congregation, I think that's kind of what we're getting to at this right. point now. So right. hey. <laughs> we're teaching lessons out there, man. And, and just something small before we go, if I, yeah. if I forget to say, it, man, literally, literally it's, it's life is, doesn't have to be complicated, man. You just, uh, my dad always taught us love the Lord. Number one, 
and just kind of follow where your where your passions are leading you, where what God puts in front of you. And I heard uh, a buddy of ours, buddy of Dave's, uh, Ryan Khalil, he just retired from the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, yeah. I said, give me something that you learned that was really good from Carolina, dude. He goes, uh, he goes, it was just be where your feet are. That's what Coach uh, Rivera always always preached, man. Just make sure you're focused and, you know, if you're going to work, you're focused at work and you're at home, you're focused at home. And, you know, any kind of situation you're in, man, just just finish. Just, just trust it. Be tough-minded. Be tough physically and tough emotionally and rely on God, but, but finish, man. Don't ever quit something unless God moves you, you know. But don't quit. That's, that's the main goal that I have at uh, Bakersfield Christian with our kids, man. That's definitely something we don't let them do is quit, so. That's good stuff, man. For sure. Uh, I don't mean to. I don't mean to give you a quick change of direction here. You're good. But to close this thing out, we're gonna we're gonna jump out of we're gonna jump out of our story time. We're gonna. I want I want you to wrap it up, man. Yep. And I've kind of been doing this every once in a while. I've been asking certain people. They have a message for Raider Nation. So coming from you, I'm gonna let you speak for your family. Yep. Uh, do you have a message to Raider Nation or or any uh? Any fans? I mean, I shouldn't say. Every listener here should yeah. be a Raider fan, and if you're not, <laughs> hopefully you are after this show. Sure. But uh, do you have a do you have yeah. a special special message for Raider Nation on the upcoming season, Darren? Yeah, man. Just to quote Terrell Owens, man, get your popcorn ready. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> uh, we we we've all and, and it's just it's personal because it's my brother. Yeah, but we've all seen what he can do, and it's not just him. But obviously, obviously, what we've learned over the last couple of years is. It's not just the individual, right? Mm-hmm. But we've seen this guy play tremendous football, like lights out ball, when he had guys that, you know, were working around him that it was, to be honest, it was just an upgrade in talent and work ethic, you know? So I would say be excited. Don't let people say, ah, oh, this and that. Be excited for your football team. Like, really, you know, it's, it's, they got the right pieces in place. The, the one guy I'm fired up about, we didn't talk too much about him, mm-hmm. is Richie Incognito, man. Yeah. You just, you need that. You need that. Say what you want about him. You know, nobody's perfect. So if you're pointing the finger at a guy, point right back at you. Yeah. Because obviously you're not all over Twitter and all over the story <laughs> news and this and that. Yeah. You've done stuff, you know. So let's just support these guys, man. Support support the heck out of these guys, man. That's that's one guy that I'm fired up to kind of watch is you need that guy with the edge. Just be excited, man. Yeah. Be excited for all these guys. Don't don't. The one thing that I kind of get, and I know it's tough as a Raider fan, I'm sure, is just the negativity, man. Oh yeah. Don't be negative. Man. Yeah. Just don't be negative. I know it's tough. I know it's the first thing that wants to pop out of all of our mouths, man. But go to the games, man. Scream. Have a great time. Boo the other guys. You know, just just get your popcorn ready, man. Because I think it's going to be a, a a new team for sure. You guys are going to enjoy it. The thing that I'm fired about most too, Cody, is kind of how they finished the the season last year. Yeah. Last couple of games on offense. You know, they finished really well. John and Derek got on the same page trust each other this and that a little bit more you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh and just in terms of what i can actually see what this guy does and dave hit on it too he's never really had a guy that can rip a ball like this mm-hmm, so he's mm-hmm, not really mm-hmm. sure like should i have him complete 80 percent of his balls or should i just kind of let him be himself a little bit every once in a while he's a gunslinger you know I mean? man he is he really is man and he, he will not uh put you in a bad situation man on purpose you know what i mean uh, but yeah so anyways man just get your popcorn ready wear your jerseys support your team and Try and be super positive, man. That's all I got. And finish. Yeah, and finish. Exactly right, brother. Cool. Hey, no, real quick, man. So uh, I started talking about finishing my, my second year at BCHS, and I had a kid literally text me, Coach, I'm at uh, – this is after practice. He goes, I'm at Victor's over here, 
and my half of my burrito was staring me in the face. And I remember what you said. You said finish, and I pounded it, and now I'm sick. <laughs> I said, hey, man, it's not a universal truth sometimes, man, okay? It's only for good things, <laughs> man. There, man. For good things, not for – Yeah, 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 only for good things, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, man. I like the way you wrap that up. Pitting uh, on positivity, yeah. man. That's kind of been – the mo of the show and even yeah, though man. i try and be the most positive fan that i can be uh you still kind of you can straighten me out a little bit i like that even uh you know bringing uh, up some of the stuff you can straighten me out a little bit i like that uh so that's good stuff I'm, trust me keep 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 it keep it real and be positive yeah keep man real. yeah there man. you go exactly got it so darren this is a great chat look yeah, forward to it and most yeah. likely we'll hear from you uh in the middle of the season when uh, a certain number four and a, and a certain team in the silver and blacks tearing it up. Cause I think we got a little recap to do, man. You ready for it? Absolutely, man. Already ready. Roy. Cool. All right, Darren, you have yourself yeah. a good night. Hang out with your family. Enjoy your time off as a head coach. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. You're doing a good job. Cool. See you, bro. And there we go. Fortunately, we've reached the end of the show now. Like I said, it was gonna be a one trick pony. We won't be having Kenny King on here at the end to wrap it up in real talk. And also next week, I'll be taking it off. Uh, So go ahead, come back. You can re-listen to this over and over again because there's plenty of content in there uh, to make sure you you catch it all. I don't want you guys to miss nothing out of it. Um, But it was definitely a good chat. I appreciate my guy, Darren Carr. And like I said at the beginning of our conversation, he is definitely Twitter's favorite car brother. So if you follow Derek and you follow David, uh, feel free. You could just unfollow them and follow Darren because he's got the best content hands down easily. Best follow uh, I have for sure. But yeah, if you're liking what you're hearing here, make sure you you rate us and you leave us a review. That's kind of, I guess, the listener's way of giving back to the show. For all my Apple listeners and my, even my Spotify listeners, make sure you leave a little review. That's how we attract more listeners in here. And that's what motivates us to keep bringing you guys better content. If we see the show growing, that just keeps us inspired, that keeps us rolling, gets us hot, and uh, we make sure we bring it every week for you guys. So visit RaiderCody.com if you have. I've actually been revamping my website, so if you can visit RaiderCody.com. Shout out to the Blue Wire Podcast Network for helping make this show happen, and RaidersBeat.com always coming in clutch, always working with me weekly, always making sure I got the best content possible for you guys. So make sure you visit RaidersBeat.com. It's a little slow right now, like I said. There's not a whole lot of articles popping up because there's not a whole lot of news, but trust me, sooner rather than later, things are going to be flying out. Hard Knocks is going to be rolling here before we know it. It's coming at the end of the month, so I hope you guys are ready for it. But thanks for making it this far, Raider Nation. And until next week, we'll see you guys.